Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. everyone and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman and thank you so much for joining me again today. I have a guest who's back for her second appearance today. I want to welcome Jean Bradley to the podcast. Welcome Jean. Thank you, Carol. I'm so happy to be back again. I'm so glad you are. So I have to tell the story about why it is that you're back again. So I have, um, I don't know, software, I guess you would call it that enables me to track the progress of the podcast and I can see who's listening to which episode. And so I'm always watching that to see what do people want to learn about and, and what's really of value to people. And Jean's episode, Jean was on early on. I think you might've even been the first episode that I recorded, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's been a year now and Jean came on and shared some information and research on the value of essential oils. And this episode has consistently been the number one downloaded episode over the entire year. And the number just keeps growing and growing. I think we're now, what did I say? 720? I think so. Yes. Something like 720 downloads of this one episode. And I think that is so spectacular. And it really speaks to the value of what you do and the fact that people are seeing this and people want to learn about it. So I asked Jean to come back so we could do a part two and learn a little bit more about essential oils. This is all very new to me. Um, I work on a lot of different health habits and food is, is my kind of, that's my thing. And so I really work on cleaning up my food and the food that my family eats. But I know that there is so much more to healthy living and looking at the products that we have in our, the cleaning products um, that we have in our household, as well as the beauty products and and other kinds of products that we have around the house, it's really important to start looking at those and, and um, weeding out the ones that are going to have a lot of harsh chemicals and toxins. And so I am here to learn from Eugene along with everyone else. And I'm so excited to get into this. So let's start off. Tell us a little bit about who you are and the work that you're doing in this area. Sure. Um, well, I did not start off as we always laugh and say earthy crunchy like that was the, the term that we used to use um and i wasn't that earthy crunchy granola girl um by any means i just used whatever didn't think twice about it um fast forward to having children and my daughter having some health issues and we started to look into more natural options because we felt like um, in that medical community, they just kept giving us prescriptions for things. And then they would give us a prescription for the side effect. And it just kept going on and on. So 
that's where I began my journey into natural options. And one of the things that kept coming up over and over was essential oils. And I knew nothing at all about them. And so I had a lot to learn. And as you know, looking on the internet, the World Wide Web, there's so much information, and I didn't know who to trust. And I had a friend who posted about a natural wellness class using essential oils. And I thought, well, that sounds interesting. So I hopped on that class and learned way more than I ever thought I would. And it kicked off just a whole change in lifestyle. Um, I we started to use the essential oils for um, things to help with mood, things to help with um, discomfort. Like my daughter had a lot of knee issues. She had some back issues. Um, there were a lot of things going on there. She was getting sick all the time. So we started using essential oils to help to boost up her immune system. And so I only did this for her because as a mother, <laughs> you know, we come second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever the case may be. Um, and, but along with learning what would help her, of course, I learned what would help me. And so I've had to adopt, not had to, but I chose to adopt the same, um, more healthy things. And so as we moved on in that journey, I started to learn also about the other um, chemicals that were in our lives and had no idea that things like laundry detergent could be toxic. And I had just a blind trust in the companies putting out the products. I mean, if they said it was okay for us, it must be, right? Um, I think that, you know, we've learned a lot over the last few years about um, being able to trust things and maybe not being able to trust some things. And I learned to look for my own flags and the, the trouble that would be coming down the road, so to speak. Um, so something like laundry detergent, having so many different chemicals in it, um, I started to learn about the impact that that can have on our health and it can affect your immune system. And so something as simple as switching over the laundry detergent um, became just a no brainer for us to find the right product can be very difficult too, but um, we could talk about that afterwards. So that's kind of where my journey has led me. It's using more natural methods for as many things as possible. Um, I've branched out into doing natural healing methods like Reiki and found that to be just so, um, so engaging and just so, um, I don't know, the energy that you're channeling is just so pure. And um, it just puts me back into a more natural state of mind as well and helps me to stay grounded because life is crazy sometimes. Um, sure and so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of we, where we, we went into your story. It's, it's really quite a compelling story. So we went into it. I'm not sure exactly which episode number it is. I should have looked that up. Um, but if we go mm -hmm. back early on in the podcast, it's probably, I think, something like 13 or 14 um, was your episode. And so if anyone wants to hear more about that whole story of trying to heal your daughter and how you discovered um, the healing properties of essential oils, that whole story is there in more detail. But mm -hmm. so today we're going to talk about looking around in your house and cleaning, cleaning house a little bit and starting <laughs> to eliminate some of the toxins. And um, it's just crazy. You know, I know we're we're all used to having, we want things to smell good. We want the laundry to smell good. We want our house to smell good. And there are candles and fabric softeners. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard for some people to break the habit, you know, when that's what you're used to buying and that's what you're used to using. And 
I know it's a bit of a battle in my house. I'm always hiding. Like they somehow end up in my house and I hide them and get rid of them. Like there could be no <laughs> scented things in here. Um, so tell us, tell us where to begin. You know, if, if someone is just at the very beginning and they're saying, all right, it's time for me to pay attention to this and start cleaning things up. Where or where do we begin? Well, some of the easiest things to look for are, I'll, I'll give you like some buzzwords. Okay. Um, there are um, probably the biggest category that um, is in like one big bucket together is fragrance. And so you mentioned candles and things like that. Um, there, the manufacturers have made a lot of strides in making things better because they realized that the, um, the public wanted cleaner products. So things are not as horrible as they used to be, but there are still a lot of candles out there that have um, maybe lead wicks. They have other toxic chemicals in them. The fragrances that they have are not natural. They're made in a lab somewhere. So they're, um, they're synthetically produced. So that's not good for your body because as your body starts to fight the, um, or, or tries to process the synthetic compounds, it is not able to then deal with other natural things that are happening. So that's where the immune system comes in because if you're fighting um, things that you're putting into your environment that are optional, then it's gonna be a lot harder to fight off germs that you can't avoid. Um, so that's kind of where that all comes in. Um, so fragrance is a catchword and there's not a lot of governmental regulation to it. And so you don't really know what's in there. And there's not a lot of um, standardization in there. So it could have just so many different things that are not good for you. Um, so you want to try to keep away from something that says fragrance. Um, the cumulative effect is what is really going to harm your body over time. And so when we think about what we're using with our kids, um, I wish I had known all this so many years ago. Um, and not that we're suffering health repercussions of it right now, although we don't know with my, some of my daughter's medical issues, maybe some of that did come into play. You know, it's hard to say. There's no uh, blood test for it. So we um, just kind of, you know, try to keep things as clean as possible. So Looking for the word fragrance, um, try to avoid things that have that on there. And it can be candles, but it can also be the laundry soap. It can be um, even the uh, counter cleaner. Um, a lot of them now will say, um, you know, th they'll have big pictures of lemon on them or pictures of lavender fields. Um, and they'll say natural. But again, there's no regulation really about that. And so that lemon fragrance is probably produced in a laboratory somewhere. So you might have one little tiny drop of essential oil and you're not going to get um, any um, benefits from that. So if you can eliminate those kinds of things, um, that is one place to start. And then when you're looking at those cleaning products, you want to try to avoid things um, that have those words on there as well. In our skincare products, there are things to watch for as well. Um, there's something called phthalates, which I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it's P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Um, and that's used to carry fragrance. So there again, we go back to the fake fragrance thing, um, but that's another synthetically produced compound. And um, it's used to carry the fragrance within a different product. So maybe in your skin lotion, for example, and it's going to make that scent stick around a little bit longer, but again, it's fake. And 
that was something um, that, you know, I had no idea. It's also found in plastics. Um, it's used to soften and strengthen plastics. Um, so it could be not only just in your lotion, but it's in the bottle that your lotion's in. <laughs> so then you get like the double whammy there. Um, so those are things that they can actually cause liver damage, kidney damage, um, damage to your lungs, um, your reproductive system. And, you know, there's a lot of studies that have found this over time. So again, many products no longer have that in there, but there are still some out there. So you still need to watch for it. Sodium lauryl sulfate is another one. Um, and you might see that um, as SLS. And that's in a lot of cleansing products. And that's what creates the foam. So when you get things that are foaming soaps or foaming um, your toothpaste, your shampoo, things like that, all of that, um, that's another toxin that you want to avoid um, because that can cause um, skin, eye, respiratory tract irritation. Um, it's also all of those things are not only going now on your body, because your skin is your largest organ. So now picture, you know, that shampoo going all over your body. Um, your pores are nice and open because you're standing there in the hot shower and it just goes into your body, but then it also goes down the drain. So there's an environmental impact as well, because then that's going into our water system. And then that affects everything else in that whole ecosystem. So, um, so another reason to you know, avoid those. And then air fresheners in general, anything that is, you know, hanging on a piece of cardboard. Um, oh, the worst. <laughs> there's nothing good about those. Um, they actually did a study. Um, this was back in 2007, but they tested 14 of those kind of air fresheners and they had ingredients listed. None of them listed phthalates, but 12 of them had phthalates in them. Wow. So even when you think you're trying to avoid them, sometimes it's very difficult to do. So that's a lot of words. Um, and then you've got the pesticides too. Um, so then when you talk about food products, um, those are things, you know, you, of course you want to try to eat organic as much as possible. I think, you know, a lot of people have kind of migrated over to that. Um, but you still want to be careful because it's not a very well regulated industry. Um, and the government um, seems to think that a little bit of glycosate is probably okay when, I don't know about you, but I don't really want that in my kids' Cheerios. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they say, you know, that little tiny bit is okay, but I'm like, no, I'm not really okay with that. Um, so, um, so there's that. One way to help you determine whether or not products are clean or how clean they are, because there's different levels of it. Um, there's an app called EWG. Um, environmental working group, I believe is what it stands for. And you can get that app on your phone and you can stand in the grocery store or in the department store and you can scan a lot of products and see where do they list. That's fantastic. Um, so then you want to avoid the things that are eight, 10, you know, mm -hmm. those kind of categories and go to the smaller ones. And even um, something that says geranium all-purpose cleaner, it might still be rated an eight because of the fake fragrance thing. So that's very helpful. All right. So this is an amazing start. So as you're starting to go through your house and say, okay, where, where can I clean things up? Those are some really good buzzwords to keep in mind. Um, do you have any recommendations? So, okay, now we know what we don't want to use. Do you have some recommendations on what we can use or what we could start to look for? 
Absolutely. So along my essential oil journey, um, if you listen to that other podcast, you'll hear me talk about the company that I get my essential oils from and that I get a lot of my education from, and it's called Young Living. And Young Living has a cleaning line called Thieves. And the, I think we talked about the story in the other podcast too, about, um, you know, the, the plague and the merchants that were able to concoct a um, grouping of spices and different aromatic things. And um, they were able to go around in the plague and steal everything while they weren't getting sick because this helped their immune system. The reason that that's important is because as we talked about, some of those toxins can ruin your immune system. Well, the Thieves products actually have essential oils in them that help your immune system. They are doing that while they're killing. Um, they're killing bacteria. They're killing viruses. Um, the hand sanitizer that they have, for example, it meets the CDC requirements. So, I mean, it, this stuff works. There's PubMed studies that you can find. Um, the, the oils that are in Thieves um, is cinnamon, eucalyptus, clove, lemon, and rosemary, and they all have health benefits on their own. And then you put them together and it's a super powerhouse. So Thieves has a cleaning concentrate that I use. And you can use that to um, just take a cap full of that and 16 ounces of water in a spray bottle. And that cleans almost everything. You want to add a little bit of extra power to it. You can add some extra lemon oil to it. You can make a cleaning paste by adding that to baking soda um, because something like soft scrub is full of chemicals. And although it works awesome, <laughs> I don't really want to breathe that in while I'm cleaning my tub. Um, so there's a lot of DIY things that you can do with this concentrate. And it turns out that, you know, everybody, um, a lot of people seem to think that going natural is more expensive. And in some ways it can be, but there's two different expenses. One is your health. Um, but the other thing is that all those other different products are costing you money every time you buy a different one. You can get just this concentrate and with a few basic ingredients like baking soda and vinegar and things like that, you can make your own cleaning products. You know exactly what's in them. You can breathe and you don't have the long-term health effects that go along with it. So, um, so that's kind of my go-to is the Thieves household cleaner. Um, and then when we talk about laundry, there's a, a laundry detergent as well. Um, so those are the two big things I think that um, I recommend that people start with because they have the biggest immediate impact. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of branch out into, um, you know, maybe trying the toothpaste and, and those kinds of products as well. So that one thieves oil concentrate is the powerhouse, it's the workhorse. That you, <laughs> like if that's just one change that you make, it mm -hmm. can really be applied to many different habits and, and many different areas that you clean. And that's going to have a really big payoff. It does. It does. It's the long-term thing that you're looking for. And then the short-term thing is that it smells really good and you don't have to open the window while you're cleaning because mm -hmm. it smells good. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so where, where do people get this? So um, I'm pretty sure it's not sold on the shelves, right? No, you, you're not going to find it at a, you know, the local drugstore or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you can buy it directly through Young Living. Um, and we do have um, a process where I can send you a link and you can order through me. And the advantage of that, I think, is that, that I, I can walk you through the process of doing not just the ordering, but then using the products and giving you the DIY recipes that go along with it 
Um, and then we have a whole team of people that can help you if you're looking to um, use essential oils as well, or, you know, other natural ways of um, dealing with whatever's coming up in life, um, then there's a whole group of people here that um, that we can help put together and um, find solutions with you. Um, so it's a great community to do it with as well. I can definitely um, so. attest to your customer service. I mean, you've been so amazing. I'm, I'm still so early <laughs> on this journey, but you've been so helpful to me. And, um, you know, I know that you really care and that you'll really follow through. And if someone is invested in making these changes, you're really going to be there to help figure out the solutions and and make sure people understand how to use the product. So I know mm -hmm. that your customer service is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> it's what I love to do. And yeah. I just, I know the impact that it can have and I know how um, overwhelming it can be to start off. Um, so yes, I'm happy to help walk people through the baby steps um, and give them the education that they need to be successful and to keep it simple. Because yeah. if it's not simple, you're not gonna probably do it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I want to ask you about one more thing before we wrap up for today. So you had spoken to me about this term greenwashing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so the greenwashing is when the manufacturer wants you to think that their product is clean. And so that's where you'll see the big pictures of the lemons and they'll put the word natural on the label. And they might say, you know, even clean and pure. And there's all these buzzwords that um, in the marketing department, they know you want to see. And they know you're not going to go to probably go now you will. But before you wouldn't have gone to EWG.com or whatever to look for it. Um, and so they are giving you the impression that things are all natural. But then when you turn it over and you look at the back and you know how to read that label, you see that that word fragrance is still there. Mm -hmm. And that means that it's not all natural. So it's really just a marketing ploy. And, um, and you need to be smarter than that. That's so maddening. It really is. It really, it makes me so angry. I go into those stores and my daughter doesn't even want to shop with me sometimes because I'll want to like just clear the shelves, you know, yeah. or just leave my business cards everywhere because yeah. I just feel so passionate about mm -hmm. changing that. But, um, but the government is hard to change. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hope we make progress over time, but um, for now we have to be our own advocates and do our own research and, and know what to look for. So this is a great starting point. Thank you so much for sharing this. Um, can you share with us if people want to contact you, if they want some help getting started, what's the best way to reach you? Sure. I am on Facebook all the time. So you can find me, Jean Weedman Bradley on Facebook. Um, connect with me there. I do have a, um, a group that I can invite you to, but there's also a public page and it's Just Breathe Natural Wellness. So I post a lot of um, essential oil and natural cleaning tips on there as well. And um, also on Instagram. So I think it's Jean W. Bradley. Jean, if I could say my name right, Jean W. Bradley on Instagram. Um, and then actually, if you go to youngliving.com, I believe that now you can pull up your contact. Um, I think they call it like a referral or something. Okay. And you can look for me by name there, but it's really better to just connect first so we can figure out exactly what you need. And then I can help and you know send you a link and, and all of that. So those okay. are the easiest ways to find me. That sounds perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing this information today and, and helping us get started. And I really hope that people um, will investigate and start tackling this. I know it really can be overwhelming. I'm still overwhelmed and I still have a ways to go. So I will be following up with Eugene to uh, get back to this project. 
But um, thank you so much for sharing this great information today. And I hope everybody learned a lot and we'll have all of Jean's information in the show notes. So don't worry if you didn't catch the spelling or anything, we'll have it all in the show notes. And thank you as always, Jean, for being here. And thank you everyone for listening. And I'll be back next week for another episode. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.